0: It's CarPro USA, with two-time USA Today Dealer of the Year award-winning Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro. Kevin McCarthy is his trusty sidekick and a Radio Hall of Famer. Between Jerry's 35-plus years in the auto industry and Kevin's 140-year radio career, you get tons of straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. So put it on Cruise Control and enjoy CarPro USA. And thank you for joining us. This
1: is the CarPro USA radio show, and I'm the Car Pro Jerry Reynolds. I'm here to help you make a good, smart car buying decision. A lot of things going on in the auto industry right now. I'll tell you the two things that you need to know, and these are both very important. There is a quite a shortage of new vehicles out there right now. Um, you've got to work a little harder to find the one that you want, but if you do, it'll be worth it, especially if you have a trade-in. Because point number two is used cars continue to be sky high. And really, that's all you need to know. So, for the rest of this hour, we're just going to play music. If you would (laughs) like to, if you have a request, something you want to hear, it's 800 926 7777. No, we got a lot to talk about because honestly, my giving you advice today is harder than it's ever been. In the almost 20 years we've been on the air. And that's because everybody's case is different. Some of you need to try your best to make a move right now. Some of you probably should wait. And unless we talk about it, and I know your situation, I can't tell you that. So that phone number for the music request line was the right number to get a hold of us. It's 800-926-7777. Uh, briefly tell me what you're thinking about doing. I'll tell you what I think you should do. And sometimes we'll agree and sometimes we won't. It's your money, so you do what you want to. But I've got a lot of experience in the automobile business. I owned my own dealerships for a lot of years. And I've been out of it since uh, 2006. I will tell you the truth, uh, especially if you've got a late model trade-in truck or SUV. I pulled the trigger myself yesterday. Uh, on something new because my trade-in, which was a Land Rover, was worth within $8,000 of what I paid for it two years ago with 25,000 miles. So I made the decision to sell it before I made a decision on what to buy, which is still a little bit up in the air at this particular time. So uh, I did it myself. I followed my own advice. I would give you the same advice. If you've got a late-model truck or SUV, or even a car. I mean, cars are bringing so much more than they were just about 60 days ago. uh, I'm seeing Camrys bringing big money, Altimas, Ford Fusions. I mean, vehicles that you just wouldn't think would be, you know, hot commodities. They are. But trucks and SUVs really worth that right now. Kevin McCarthy is my trusty sidekick. Has been since day one, and he is with me now. Anything you want to trade right now?
2: <laughs> Come on. Uh, yeah, 10-4, Big Ben, for sure, for sure. By golly, it's clean, clear to Flagtown. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's a big 10-4,
1: there, Big Ben. Yeah, we definitely got the front door, good buddy. Mercy sakes alive. Looks so, like, what's how's this tying oh, in? Right.
3: Oh, you said music. I was just going <laughs> to provide a little background music. You remember that. Convoy CW McCall well, back sure. in the heyday He's of, trying to
1: figure out how it, it it uh ties into what I was doing talking
3: about. Well you said we were gonna play music for the rest of the Couldn't three You pick
1: hours. the Carpenters or something?
3: No, oh, Convoy. <laughs> you remember back when C B whatever happened to C B Race?
1: I don't know. You I, don't remember that song? I had one. Sure I remember it. Of Absolutely. You it was a good one.
3: So a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago or so we uh you did a review test drive of the new Volkswagen ID4 electric. Yes, I did. And we were both impressed by it and both said, you know, I could see myself buying that car. Not I'm going to buy that, but I could see myself doing it. Then this week, the Ford F-150 Lightning Pickup All Electric was debuted. They had 20,000 pre-orders within just minutes of opening it up um the capabilities the pricing and everything to me if if this is as big of a hit as i think it's going to be i think it could be a game changer with people's attitudes about electric vehicles but you are the car pro i want to know what you think
1: no, i agree it's going to be uh if if the numbers are correct and what they're putting out as far as range charging time with a level 3 charger uh Cost, I, I I thought the cost was what they put out was misleading. I mean, they, they put out a price of thirty nine nine ninety five, but that is a stripped down work truck. I mean, it looks like the most popular model in the F one fifty, which is the XLT, is probably going to come in somewhere around eh, upper fifties. Uh, looks also like if you if you want a lariat. Uh, I'm sorry, a Platinum, which is the top of the line, or a King Ranch. And you get things you typically get on a Platinum or a King Ranch. You're going to be up close to $90,000. So, you know, yeah, I think think it's going to certainly change the landscape of pickups. And as I always say with every electric vehicle, they're not for everybody. Uh, And I think the true traditional truck buyer is going to sit back and watch this one for a little while. Uh, there'll be early adopters, people that want them right off the bat, but, uh, I think real died and will pick buyers and people who use their truck as a truck, not just a car, uh, are probably going to sit back and watch. We'll see. Let's go to Michael in Rancho La Costa, California. Hello, Michael. What can I help you with?
4: Hey, Jerry, a
5: quick compliment to you. And I got a quick question. So you gave me advice on buying a new Corvette. I'm in North San Diego County in Carlsbad. Rotolo Chevrolet. Yeah. Which- I love your advice. They really don't charge a penny over the invoice, and they throw in a free car cover, so I might be pulling the trigger. But I want to thank you for for all you do. But my question is, if you were going to choose between a four-door sedan, a Honda Accord, a Toyota Camry, or a Hyundai Elantra, which one would you pick and why? I like the Elantra, but I don't like the fact that the transmission is made
4: in Mexico. Thank you.
1: Well, you should be looking at the uh, Sonata if you're looking at a Accord and Camry, just so you know. And we did have a review of the Sonata in the newsletter this week. And the, the one we had in there had the uh, the hybrid, the, the, uh, the, the panels in the roof. Uh, the, what do they call those things?
3: Solar panels. Thank you. Which I think would give you maybe like 10 minutes
1: of... Yeah, yeah, or it, maybe, yeah, but it's still it, it It was pretty cool. Uh, Michael, I think if you were going to keep this vehicle for a long time, uh, it's just you just can't beat the Camry, it's been the number one selling car in America for 15 straight years. Uh, I love what Honda's done with the Accord and their looks. Uh, Hyundai's putting out a great vehicle right now, and of course, it comes with the fantastic warranty, uh, but still. I don't think you'd make a mistake with any of those. My pick is still going to be the Camry. Uh, not as exciting, but gosh, it's just hard to wear one of those things out. And let me clear up something that you said. They, You bought a new Corvette from Rotola at MSRP, not at invoice. I appreciate the call. Fake
0: car news is everywhere. Ew. But not at car Pro USA. Call 1-800-926-7777.
1: This is CarPro USA, and we are here to help you make a good, smart car buying decision. If you have not signed up for our free weekly newsletter, do that today, and let's get you a copy of it. We had a lot of good articles in there this week. I had my review of the BMW uh, 430i Coupe. I also had um, We also had the Hyundai Sonata Limited Hybrid with the solar panels built into the roof, which was... Kind of cool. I thought it was, was was sort of neat. I had an interesting question yesterday from someone that said, what does that do to the weight of the car? And I said, well, I don't know. I'll have to research that. And I did. It actually adds about 60 pounds of weight to the car.
3: I saw a thing about the Hummer and how much it's going to weigh. It's like three or 4,000 pounds more than anything out there. Oh,
1: I don't doubt it. That thing's huge. Um, but you know, that's the trend right now. I mean, this week, and we'll have this in our newsletter next week. So, uh, if you haven't subscribed again, do that from the bottom of the front page of carprousa.com. I'll show you my review of the new Ford Bronco sport, which I spent part of the week with and certainly enjoyed that. Uh, it was, it was, it was pretty small. I was. It was hard to tell, and I've said on the air all along, it's hard for me to ascertain from pictures what size the car is. If you want to compare it to something, then compare it to the Ford Escape. It's about that size, and it's also on the same chassis. Then flip around, and for the second half of this week, I had the 2021 GMC Yukon Denali diesel, and it is huge, huge. <laughs> it's sick. It. It's nice though. Holy cow! And How's the diesel? Getting twenty eight miles to the gallon on the highway in a sixty one hundred pound SUV. What about the torque? Oh, phenomenal! And it is whisper quiet. You just you can't hear that engine even with the the windows down. You can't hear the engine. Gary, Cedar Park, Texas. What's going on, pal? Uh,
4: yeah. Hey, Gary, Thanks. I have a two thousand sixteen Ford Edge. Yeah, about a year ago, I had basically didn't have brakes. Had to pull over, took it to a place close by where I pulled over, had it towed over there. They fixed it. Evidently, there was some leak in the brake line or something. And I mean, it was—I forget the cost, but it was fairly expensive to fix. Yeah. So this this week, I just got a recall notice, basically for the same thing from Ford on this car. So my question is, would Ford consider reimbursing me for those repairs
1: yeah they would consider it uh if it is indeed the same repair do you still have the receipt yes and was that work done at a ford dealer
4: no because i didn't have any breaks so i just took it <laughs> i just did that's though. a question don't get excited yeah i just took it to <laughs> okay i just took it to a place close by but
1: it would you just know, be quicker. You know, kind
4: of a dangerous situation.
1: Sure, of course, and I totally get that, and I think they will too. It would just be a quicker reimbursement. Uh, your your dealer that you bought it from, have you used their service department at all in the past?
4: I've used, well, I bought this from a a release return down in Austin from a company called Apple Sport Leasing. and I, But I've done work, I have another truck that I do a lot of, Work at the Ford dealer in Georgetown, so I was okay. about. But the, but the car is actually in Dallas area, so i was thinking about taking it. My daughter has the car now, and she lives near Grapevine.
1: Okay, uh, um, I've got a dealer not far from her, Five Star Ford in North Richland Hills. Um, okay. What you need to do is call the service director there, and tell him what you've got and tell him you talk to me, they can go to Ford and try to get them to reimburse you. If so, then they'll send the money to the dealership and the dealership will cut you a check for reimbursement. There may be a difference in the money and, and it may be in your favor and it may not be. It's just going to depend on what they're paying the dealers to do the recall. If you paid less than that, okay. then they'll pay you, you know, what, what they'd pay the dealer. If you paid more than that, you may have to eat a little of it. But at this point, everything's a gift with this, right? So I just want to warn you, and this was this way back when I owned car dealerships and Ford dealerships, um, this is not a fast process. It'll probably take you six weeks to get the money. But I do think if it is indeed the same repair, they they will reimburse you.
4: Yeah okay and I have a follow-up question if you got time real quick okay so the, the, all the trucks sitting there with no chips once these chips hit at what point is the car the parts is going to get back to usual to where I can
0: go buy a new truck
1: you can figure about uh, 45 days after they start shipping there'll be a run on them at first and then they'll settle down
0: Better automotive advice than the legendary magic 8 ball guaranteed Call CarPro USA now at 1-800-926-7777.
1: And up next is Mike in California. Hello, Mike. How can I help you, sir?
2: Good morning, Jerry and Kevin. Thank you. More than a a question, I... uh, just wanted to pass on what a wonderful service i got from hyundai tustin and the sales manager sean brown i've been looking for a a hyundai uh, palisade or uh well the palisade i got finally i was looking for a calligraphy but he couldn't find one but i'd been going from lot to lot and a lot of Dealers right now don't have new cars on their lots, obviously, because of the um, um, chip issue. Oh, yeah. But I'll tell you, Sean Brown went out of his way to find a calligraphy, which I decided was too far away. And he just gave me the best service. I bought a Palisade from him, and I'm really happy with it. And I hope it lasts me a long time. And thanks to you for turning me on to Hyundai
1: Yeah, boy, that's a great dealership. A dear friend of mine owns it. His name's John Patterson. Uh, He's got two Mazda dealerships in Orange County. He's got uh, uh, the the Hyundai store. He's got the Acura store in Mission Viejo. Uh, Great guy, but let me tell you something. Hyundai and Kia haven't been overly affected by this chip shortage. They have been to some degree, but nothing like some of the others like Toyota. The problem with, with both Palisade and uh, and and the Kia sister vehicle has been just demand, and it's been that way for two years. Uh, I've never seen a vehicle come out of the gate so hot and stay that hot that long. It's typical when a new vehicle comes out. Yeah, they they you know they, everybody wants them at first, and then they settle back down. The Palisade and the Telluride haven't slowed down at all, and it's what happens, and I've said it on the air before, if, if the other automakers aren't paying attention to what's going on with those two SUVs, you build a great SUV, and you price it right, and you can't build enough of them. What a lesson there. Instead of overpricing it by $5,000, and then putting a $5,000 rebate on it, which is nothing but an admission that you overpriced it in the first place. This is the perfect example of that. I'm glad I could help you, Mike, and congratulations. You made a fantastic choice.
0: Jerry Reynolds is the car pro. He knows more than we do. Call him at car pro USA, 1-800-926-7777.
1: This hour, Car Pro USA is presented by Progressive Insurance. Joined host Nate Bergeson and guest Justin Fields, Najee Harris, and Jamar Chase in the new Progressive YouTube series called "Up All Night." You can watch every episode exclusively at YouTube.com/slash/Progressive, and it's a very entertaining series too, by the way.
3: But well, I can't stay up all night anymore. <laughs> yeah, the eyes. That, end one, up that is one
1: you'll want to binge.
3: Um, big article in the newsletter this week, fastest selling new cars last month. Surprise, surprise. The Corvette was number one. Still Jeep Wrangler came in at the second place. Now that's, let's clarify.
1: It's the four XE hybrid electric one. Oh,
3: okay. First
1: one they've ever had.
3: The Telluride we've talked about many times was number three. The surprising thing about the fastest-selling used cars to me was that BMW, which didn't have any fast-selling new car, did have two of the fastest-selling used cars.
1: Yeah, and I think that's probably an issue of just supply.
3: They've got Uh, a lot of them?
1: No. No? They're they're short in supply. And so they sell fast because now with the Internet, people get online and, you know, look at – you know, and see what's out there, and see what pulls up first. And when when a popular vehicle gets short in supply, the the turn rate becomes very fast, and they just come in and go out. And I think that's what you're seeing there. Okay. So who knows? With this market, you know. Well,
6: <laughs> sometimes I don't. If you
1: don't know, who does know? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I know as much as I think I do in this weird market because when you go through COVID and all the changes that the dealers had to make get through covid and then you get out of that and business just goes to booming and then all of a sudden you start running out of cars it's 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 challenging there's no question about it talk to bob in montgomery texas hello bob what can i help you with
5: hello folks how are y'all today
1: hey we're doing good man what's up
5: good well i've got a i got a couple of questions i i've got a great niece and nephew i put the nephew in a new camry when he graduated and went away the girl's getting ready to go to college, and she didn't want anything that big. So, I was looking at the Subaru Impreza and the uh, Honda Civic. But I don't know anything about that boxer engine. That's I know that's a a Porsche type thing, I believe. But I, other than that, I don't know anything.
1: Well, no, the 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 boxer is Porsche, but the Subaru is the Boxster, and and Boxster, so the, the, okay. there's a difference. I will tell you that. Uh, they've been incredibly good engines through the years. Subaru went through a little bit of a time when they were using oil and they had an oil consumption issue, but they've got that fixed. Are are you thinking new or used on that Subaru?
5: No, I'm thinking new.
1: Yeah. Good idea. Um, it's a good engine and it performs well and it's very fuel efficient. Um, you know, it, it, again they they had that issue a few years ago with oil consumption but since that time uh that problem is gone and it's been a real reliable engine that's typically good you know past 150 to one hundred seventy-five thousand miles i think the main thing is that it's a really good performer it runs good it drives good um and i think it's a good choice probably one of the safer vehicles you could put her in And and Subaru doesn't get the accolades that they deserve for the safety systems that they have built into their cars. It's a good choice.
5: Well, I'm looking also, when I look at the Honda, I'm looking between the standard 1.4 and then in the EX model, I think they have the turbo. So is that the contrast between the turbo and non-turbo is there any real difference there other than performance i mean is reliability pretty much the same yeah
1: it is uh honda's honda makes a good turbo they resisted going turbo for a lot of years uh, but then to be competitive they finally had to but you know what when honda does something like that it was like when they came out with their version of the cvt transmission i don't worry about it uh because it's honda and they're going to do it right and if they don't get it right, they're going to make it right. And that's that's one of the reasons so many people are loyal to Honda, and rightly so. They should be. Uh, But, you know, unless the 1.4 is going to get better fuel economy, unless she's, you know, got this desire to have a quick start, when you you know, right off the line, when you floorboard the car, um, I'd go with the smaller engine. It's less money. It's more fuel efficient. But if she's got a heavy foot, and she's a good driver, then I'd get the turbo.
5: Gotcha. All right, guys. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Bob, Great I've time. got
1: good dealers for both those at my website. Click get my VIP certificate at the top of the page. Choose either uh, either one of my two Honda dealers, or I've got Gilman Subaru, and they'll take really good care of you. I promise you. They're good dealers. They've all been with me a very long time. Gala in San Marcos, Texas. Gala, welcome.
6: Hi, I am so excited to get you. Oh,
1: well, thank <laughs> I'm, you.
6: I'm in the process of getting a new truck. We have a, a Ford F one hundred and fifty, a two wheel drive, and it's good condition. Leather interior, you know, the heated seats, uh, um, all a lot of little bells and whistles. Um, it's a, a twenty thirteen. It's got one hundred and forty nine thousand miles, and it, like I say, it's clean. Uh, just a few little things but nothing big at all yeah uh, we, that would be our trade in we're looking at uh truck city and uh buda has a uh, uh a king ranch uh f150 a 4x4 four four, and um uh it, we, to preface this we, the reason we're trading in is because we bought a trailer with covid we couldn't take the air trips and all that and we said well let's just get a trailer yeah. and it's not a, it's not a huge one but it's a it's a 26 foot uh Jayco. And um, and our little our, our the one that, the Ford that we have pulled it fine, but it, it's you know it's got 149,000. We don't want to put too much strain on that motor, right. which I think a a little bit better motor, which the 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 one that we're looking at, it's an Econo Boost, uh, would pull it better. It would without it would.
1: The and, yeah, they've uh, made the the difference between towing capacity from 2013 to today is night and day. Especially with the three point five EcoBoost, those things with the yeah, three.
6: A, is, I'm sorry, this is a 2018 that we're looking. Oh, at. Oh,
1: I see. It's a used one. Okay, still, okay. It, it's it's a night and day difference, and it all happened around 2015. But the EcoBoost has been a great okay. engine. The three point five is is definitely what you need with that 26 foot trailer, and check the rear end to make sure it's got a 355. Uh, you'll be you'll be in great hands. Here's the problem, you're. You're, you're looking at sky-high prices on used F-150s, especially the upper lines, the the Platinums and the right. King Ranches. Uh, if there's any good news in this story, your 2013's worth a lot more than it was just 60 days ago. So it kind of offsets each other. Um, well, that's...
6: Then- I was thinking and and I don't know what now they have said 129 tw- uh, uh, for the uh, for our trade in I don't know if that's good or or not I mean I hadn't even looked at the blue book to see what that
1: well uh, was the blue like. book is totally inaccurate right now they are they're not they have not kept up with the changing market and that's typical put the information on your 2013 in at this website give me com slash CarPro. That way they'll know I sent you. They'll give you an online bid within seconds. I had them do this for me uh, yesterday. They were $5,500 higher than my own dealer.
0: How about that? If you want to avoid buying a car, truck, or SUV that you'll hate in six months, call CarPro USA now at 1-800-926-7777.
3: In this week's newsletter, Gary had a look at the top twenty-five selling SUVs from last month from the automakers that report monthly. Two horse race, the RAV4, and the Honda CRV. Yeah,
1: that was a surprise. The CRV has come up on uh, the RAV the way they did in the last month. But year to date, when you look back at the numbers I had in the March, into March newsletter. Uh, RAV still got a pretty hefty yearly increase and it'll pick back up because Toyota's had more of a chip shortage problem than Honda has. Uh-huh. So it's been, a you know, they haven't been able to make a ton of the RAV4s and Honda's been cranking the CRVs out pretty quick. So with that, let's talk to Steve and he's calling us from Houston. Steve, what's going on, pal?
7: Hey, Jerry, how you doing, sir? Doing good, uh, I'd like buddy. I'd to make a comment and I have two questions. Uh, first comment is that uh, last October I've – l- I've been listening to your uh, program for a couple of years. Last October, I went to went through CarPro, went to Gilman, Honda, uh, Gilba- Gilman Subaru, and got just a wonderful deal from and minoggi there. Yeah. Totally happy with the transaction and everything. Fast forward eight months later, and only 2,200 miles of my car, a woman blows a stop sign, and I T-boner in the middle of the intersection. I've got $15,000 in damage on the car. Ugh.
1: Everybody. Okay. Uh, yeah. Good.
7: Yeah. Everybody's okay. Thank goodness.
1: Yeah, you got a uh, Subaru.
7: So now, now I, yes, I do. Uh, so now <laughs> I, I, I'm faced with the prospect of what do I do with this car? Do I keep it? Do I sell it? You know, and getting great values for uh used cars, even with accidents now in this market, and I can't find a car to replace it with. And I'm thinking that I may want to just buy a used car because I don't drive that much, obviously. Uh, and so I, I I'm kind of decided what to do. Do you have any insight as to, you know, keeping cars that have been in accidents, that kind of thing?
1: So this, it did not total, correct?
7: No, it, uh, the the airbags didn't go off. The dealership told me if they had been, they would have totaled the car.
1: Yeah, probably right, because uh, it's very expensive yep. to replace them. And you you probably your wreck was probably uh, more of a frontal side wreck than a direct hit which is the only thing that will uh deploy the airbags uh i would certainly keep it for now uh with the work that was it a, a really good body shop that did the repairs
7: it was actually gilman's body shop. okay
1: then you're fine uh yeah. did, did anybody mention if the if the frame was bent
7: they had to replace, uh, oh, what was the term they used? The, uh, several of the rails.
1: Okay, so the, the frame rails. Okay, so they replaced them. Yeah. That's good. Um, you know, with the work that can be done today in body shops, it's pretty amazing versus, you know, 20 years ago when, you know, that job would have been so overwhelming because of the equipment that they used at that time versus today and how precision it is. I would continue to drive it for now. Um, Yeah, it'll bring more now than it probably will in the future, but that wreck is going to really hurt the value. And then if you get hurt on that and then you turn around, you got to overpay for a used car. Or even right now, you know, the deals aren't nearly as good on new as they were because of the shortage. I'd drive this thing. I'd give it a chance. Uh, If you don't, if you can mentally accept it and then that's the problem for most people. It's knowing what happened, and can you get past that? I'll tell you right now I couldn't, but I'm in the business and i you know it's just it's a mental thing with me, so I'd continue to drive it uh down the road when things settle back down if you want to replace it, fine. You won't likely have any problems with it. There may be a few little tweaks that need to be made after you've driven it a little bit. That's not uncommon. But for now, I'd hang on to it. I think you'd take a bath on it right this minute. Uh, And I know you'd take a bath on whatever you bought from Manny in the future. No dealer can control the high used car prices out there right now.
0: Life isn't Jack and the Beanstalk, and you're not going to just swap a cow for a great car. Get help from CarPro USA. Call 1 800 926 7777.
3: Here at CarPro USA, we have a longtime listener in Oxnard, California named Harry. We're all wild about it. (laughs) Harry says he enjoys the show, but he was really suspicious about going through the process on the website and buying a car from one of our certified dealers. He said it all sounded too good to be true. And you know what people say about things that sound too good to be true. That's a good point. Well, after giving it a try at DCH Honda of Oxnard, his quote in all caps, bold, was, (laughs) Boy, was I wrong. He said the experience of dealing with Vic Simonian at DCH Honda and Oxnard was actually enjoyable. There was none of the usual haggling, bait-and-switch, or tension that has always been his experience in the past. From start to finish, he said Vic was wonderful to work with. So that's a five-star rating for Vic Simonian, and an apology to you for for doubting our process.
1: It's okay, Harry. A lot of people do that until they try it.
3: We have another five-star rating for your old buddy, Ugly Mike Shaw, At Honda of Lake Jackson. Ugly Mike. Listeners said that uh, Mike was terrific. Everybody on his team was very helpful, supportive, honest when uh, he went to visit them. He got a great deal on an Accord. The adaptive cruise control is keeping him out of trouble. (laughs) And he got 40 miles a gallon using the Econo mode on a recent trip to visit his parents in the Rio Grande Valley. Loves his Honda. I don't know if he loves Mike Shaw, but he gave him a five-star
1: rating. <laughs> it's hard not to love ugly Mike Shaw. I promise you. He's been, he's been such a supporter of the show here. Forever. And he, yeah, and he just loves our listeners. He, just, he handles the deals himself. I mean, he may get somebody to go out and show you cars, but he takes and does the numbers. And that's really what I'm the most interested in. They don't play games. So if if you if you are skeptical yourself like Harry was, give it a try. I think you'll be surprised.
0: You might be able to get a new truck for about the same price as a used one. Call CarPro USA and learn more. one 800 926 7777